to the Lost Zone Podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we are back for our uh, 50th episode. Um, I feel like we need fanfare here or some kind of background Woo. music. Or... Woo. Maybe I'll put something in or maybe some I'll sounds of fireworks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we actually have something to uh, correct real quick. At the end of last week's episode, we, uh, well, actually at the beginning of last week's episode, we hinted at our guest star this week, our right. special uh, interview. And we said and we might tease it at the end of last week. And we and didn't. We didn't. So people, it was, it was we totally all forgot. It was strategic, really. We're we like, forgot. Yeah. No, no, it was totally strategic. <laughs> we know what we're doing. Um, so yeah, so we apologize for, for yeah, that. Yeah, um, I guess we might as well reveal now who the interviewee is, um, mainly because it, it fell through. Or we should say was, yeah. Yeah, it was. was. Uh, we actually uh, had Courtney Love lined up to, right. uh, to be our guest star this week. She was going to be interviewed by us, and we're going to have a lovely little discussion uh, about life. and Lovely. Oh, their names last I did life. that totally unintentionally. Um, but yeah, uh, it, fell, it fell through. <sighs> we're not we're not pleased about it. We're we're actually a little bitter because of the circumstances surrounding it. We're not actually legally allowed to talk in detail about it. No, but let's just no, say, no, no, no. Uh, things didn't work out with some of the paperwork and the way that we. Uh, anyway, we're a little bit preoccupied. Anyway yeah, we plan week. on spending about seventy five percent of this week uh, giving you the interview, and then maybe a few uh, web droppings at the end. And since we don't have the interview, and we were planning on doing it, um, we're actually going to pull one from the archives this week. We're going to go back to the old Lost at Home uh, radio broadcast hour. Yep. Um, we're going to uh, play, I believe, one from April 5th, 1994. Yeah, it was It was, uh, It was. was in April of 94 or somewhere. Yeah, it was around year. around that time. First week, week yeah, or I can't, two of I don't April. Yeah, I have a calendar at me. Um, um, this well, one we're playing on purpose, too. Uh, kind of despite, but we don't want to so, go so far yeah, as to say, say that. that. We don't want to be dicks. Think, yeah. yeah. Uh, but... It kinda, I think you'll get the reference anyway. I think before we go into that, though, we should talk about uh, some of the stuff... Uh, just get some of the housekeeping out of the way so people still know to go to yeah, audibletrial.com yeah. slash loss for your uh, free month on us and a free uh, uh, audio book on us as well. 150,000 or 100 yeah, Definitely million go there and do that. Uh, to, to choose from. Um, you get some free stuff and you support the show. It gives us a kickback and we're uh, we're buying some new equipment and we're going live this April in New York uh, yep. for our special uh, con show. We'll get a nice little road setup going and... Uh, also, thanks to those of you uh, pouring in with some five-star reviews. Yeah, we've actually those. received uh, three, four, five, I think six uh, five-star reviews. And Jer's actually going to be hard at work now turning these yeah, all no, into songs for our new album. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, jump on that train with everyone else. And uh, let's see if we can get an even 10 to 15 five-star reviews in this week. And mm-hmm. that might actually be enough to get us on the new and noteworthy page. Yeah. So if you've been a longtime listener or you're a new listener and you just fell in love with the show, uh, please go to iTunes. Or just go to the podcast app on your iPhone, and you can leave a five-star review in, like, under a minute. Right. Just with your phone. It'll, you can do it in bed while jerking off with one hand and yeah. gushing about us with your other hand. Gushing. There's a lot of gushing. Yeah, there's a lot of gushing. A lot of gushing. <laughs> there's a little too much gushing for me. So, um, yeah, besides that, uh, since we're going to be playing this archived episode and we were not going to be coming back from uh, that, uh, we're just let you know that we're on Twitter. You can find us at the Lost at Home. That's the uh, show's main account. And Jer, if they want to talk to you. At Sonic Jalopy. And you can also head on over to uh, the Lost at Home or Lost at Home Podcast.com. That's our main website. There's links to audible.com there, links to iTunes to subscribe and leave reviews, as well as some news on Saratoga and some extra, other shows we're doing extra live. Extra content here and there. Yeah, right? and there's some musical content, some uh, shorts, some skits, some uh, reviews of movies, etc. And uh, besides that, you can go over to Facebook and like our Lost at Home podcast page. And there we post stories that don't quite make the cut for the show 
or uh, just anything weird that we find. It's actually kind of a nice, interesting news feed if you want just strange news delivered to you uh, daily. Darn tootin'. All right. So uh, with all that out of the way, I guess without further ado, let's uh, jump in the time machine and let's go back to 1994. Welcome, everybody, to the Lost at Home Radio Hour, coming to you live from our Soho Loft studio, courtesy of WNYU College Radio at its finest. My name is Jeremiah, and with me, as always, of course, is Scott. Dude. All right. <laughs> our show this week is the bomb. They're always the bomb. You know that. But this may be the bombest. First, we've got all your favorites. we got Yo Mama jokes. Another look into the year 2001. You all love that. Uh, some great movies and music we've checked out in our AV club. Uh, some strange news clippings, of course, that we've uncovered from all over the place that are most likely news to you. And tucked in there somewhere is the much-anticipated, the very awesome second part of our interview with Mr. Kurt Cobain himself. And uh, at this point, I'm going to pass this over to Scott. Scott, what's the theme of this week's episode? Well, we know all our listeners out there, they love our themes. Every week we choose a new one and we try to ride it through the show. We try to push it in, try to put it where it shouldn't be, and we hope no one complains. Yeah. This week's theme, similes. Ooh. Um, For those of you out there in the college land What's a simile? Don't don't know what a sim- simile is. I'm getting to it. Hold on, dude. I just don't know dude, what a simile dude, is. Dude, 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 I'm like dude, a, I'm, dude, I'm like dude, a man without dude, a simile dude, right here. Dude. A simile is a figure of speech involving the comparison of one thing to another thing of a different kind, used to make a description more empathetic or vivid. For example, as brave as a lion, crazy like a fox, or my personal favorite, the Lost at Home podcast speaks with the wisdom that can only come from experience. Like a guy who went blind because he looked at a solar eclipse without one of those boxes with a pinhole in it, and now goes around the country speaking at high schools about the dangers of looking at a solar eclipse without one of those boxes with a pinhole in it. Was that a simile or a history lesson? A little of both. Okay. How about we just learn from this man's mistakes and we appreciate similes for so what wait, they this, are. This guy can't see now? No, he's, he's blind. Because you're supposed to use the pinhole thing. So he's you're blind. teaching me something there. Next. Well, Next. no, this man isn't real. I used him metaphorically. Oh. <laughs> oh, geez, Louise, now you're confusing me. This is College Radio. We are here to learn because the Lost at Home Radio broadcast, it uh, it teaches you things. Right? Right. right? Sound no. like a yappy dog. I mean, I, I, learned, <laughs> I learned what a simile was. Yeah, well, uh, let's move on from that um, now that we got our sponsor, uh, now that we got that out of the way and move into our sponsor. All right. Um, this week, our show is brought to you by Mosaic Netscape. 0.9. For those of you out there who have a personal home computer and have managed to get onto the World Wide Web. I I do. Yes, so have I. Uh, You may have noticed that Netscape as the preferred browser. Um, Honestly, I don't know if there's another browser out there for the World Wide Web. I haven't actually looked around. Netscape just came on my computer, so I use it. Right, right. Um, Works pretty damn well. And uh, we do look forward to this new version, Mosaic 0.9, coming out later in the year. Uh, there's much hype about it within our uh, college, and we're actually pretty excited about it ourselves. Yeah, I think Mosaic's been used uh, in colleges for quite a while now. I also heard, and this is just a little bit off off topic here. Actually, it's on topic, but a little bit of an aside. They're coming out with uh, a 288 modem 
coming up pretty soon. Hopefully around the same time, maybe. Do you know what the speeds is. are on it? Well, I mean, the uh, 288 is going to give you uh, 28 uh, down, and I don't remember what the up is. Uh, wow. So that's twice. I mean, right now, we have most of us, if we're lucky, we've got the 14.4 modem. So I'm already putting money aside. It's going to probably cost a pretty penny. You know what? Know I, people I, are going to come over. going to blow I'm people down. away. I'm down with those download speeds, man. Yeah. People, I'm down. It's going to blow people away. Like a page is going to load in like like no time. Like a couple minutes, you're going to have a whole page of text. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. So, Um, yeah, put put your pennies aside. I appreciate that we live in America and have, like, all of this connectivity, this this new thing that's happening. Um, I feel kind of bad for, like, I don't know, for instance, China. Because they're they're Chinese. There's a lot of Chinese in this world, in China, mainly. Um, I mean, they spread pretty thin across the globe, but in China itself, they just are getting the internet. There are a lot of Chinamen. I don't think we're allowed to say Chinamen. Um, China men and women. They're the 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 Orientals are now on the World Wide Web. Is that right. the cleaner version of what you were That's going right. for? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which the, is you know it seems like they're not too far behind us. But if you remember, we've technically been hooked up to the internet for dozens of years in college campuses and university labs and stuff. Yeah, they're just barely getting it even for that. So exactly. So you know, all of you, you know, you better jump onto the the web if you haven't already. Download that, uh, that they must uh, be getting, mosaic. They must be getting so tired of us arrogant Americans saying all this stuff. Like, people arrogantly going over there on vacation and being like, hey, is your web sideways and squinty? <laughs> and they're just like, what? <laughs> they don't even understand what the word means. They, because they don't speak the angerish. Ang- angerish. Right. Yes. And when you say the word web to them, they probably just point at a spider's web and, like, look at you really confused. If that. Do, is there a word for web in... in- Chinaman? In Chinese, I don't know. I've never been to uh, to the Orient before. So. I don't think you have to go there to find that out. But uh, we could, you know what? Maybe it's, maybe we can look it up on Netscape, call- our newest sponsor. Uh, thank you, Netscape, for sponsoring us. We really appreciate you uh, having our back. We right. uh, we understand why. Well, obviously, we're a college radio station, so you're in the college. Now you're in our show. Uh, we also have a second sponsor this week, and uh, we're being brought to you by uh, Nintendo's Donkey Kong Country. Okay. Um, this, uh, this is a new game by Nintendo and I'm familiar with the old Donkey Kong for like the original Nintendo system from the eighties. Right. Um, I have not played the super Nintendo Donkey version. Donkey Kong was the, with, yeah. Cause with the, the, the gorilla. Yeah. It was with the gorilla originally barrels at the Italian lad. Mario. Mario yeah. is his name. Yeah. I used to play a game a lot. Um, there was a sexy princess up on, yeah. I'm guessing was going to get. Yeah, fucked in all holes by the giant gorilla man. Now we were sent a gorilla, a, not a gorilla man. We were sent a copy of uh, Donkey Kong Country for Super Nintendo, and right. I have yet to One actually. One of the perks of, of being on a, a radio show here. I have yet to actually open the package and try out this new game. Um, you know, blow in the cartridge, shake it a little, slap it in the system, pull out <laughs> yeah, the paddles, yeah. and crank it out. Sounds like you're trying to have sex with my mom. Kinda. That's Kinda. Mostly how people do it. The paddles are there to start her heart back up after you <laughs> stopped it from so many orgasms. So many, yes. Yes, your mom is just like a lamp. She she lays there. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a that's a simile. Uh, the little boat gently drifted across the pond, exact the way exactly the way a, a bowling ball wouldn't. Like my mom used to always say, <laughs> similes. You, <laughs> you gotta love them. <laughs> First, you gotta understand them. Then you gotta love them. Now, uh, now we haven't actually opened the package uh, from Nintendo Corp uh, with the Donkey Kong Country cartridge inside, uh, so we're not quite familiar. Fast. Yeah, exactly. Donkey Kong Country. We're not exactly familiar with the uh, the game itself and the content and how the gameplay goes. Uh, maybe after next week when we try it, we will come back since they're still our sponsor for the rest of the month, and we'll let you know how it went. But uh, from the little I know about the game, I'm pretty sure it's about uh, survivors of the Rwanda genocide. That's and timely. Very. 
And uh, well, Nintendo's on this. Um, I know they're they, they're and, and they're crew. they're lost in Donkey Kong Country after their villages have been burned, pillaged, and the the villagers have been raped and Shit killed. Got real deep in and, Donkey Kong Country, and you're literally hunting Donkey Kong for food to sustain your family. Your okay. wi- your wife has recently been raped and is impregnated with a uh, attacker's baby. Okay. Um, your youngest son has been enslaved and thrown into the Rwandan uh, genocidal army to hunt more people in Rwanda. Mm-hmm. And you are now trying to feed your wife, who's eating for two, and yourself in Donkey Kong Country. And why not get a and giant gorilla that's going to feed you for yes. like a fucking uh, an eternity? Very obviously you, you are hunting village. gorillas. You could you know I, that's the old adage you could feed a village on one Donkey Kong. <laughs> is, is Donkey Kong the gorilla's name? I I think so and I think in this game there's like more King than Kong. one and you could tell his entire family you got like Diddy Kong I think might be one. And they but yeah okay. Yeah. And like and you like go and you hunt his family Kong. to sustain your wife and her bastard rape child. Oh, that's great. You know I'm hoping there's a section of the game where I can actually track down the baby Kong and and be like hey remember when you fucking kidnapped my princess cuz I'm pretending I'm I'm uh, a Mario now, I guess. So you're a Rwandan and, villager survivor pretending and I just, to be an Italian plumber. Yeah, and I fucking gut that little baby gorilla right in front of Donkey Kong while Donkey Kong's tied up like King Kong style, yeah, yeah, like yeah. angry and shit. Just gut it, though. Don't Arr. don't don't rape the, the monkey baby because you might get AIDS. We all know that's where that came from. So well, I thought if they raped you, that's where they, they got I, AIDS. I, I don't think, know. I think you could actually cure AIDS if you rape a monkey. Really? I think that's what they said. Okay, yeah, I don't pay attention to I medical journals. I just use the, 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 the ethereal they that just kind of floats out there. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Well, so yeah, I, I haven't heard much about this game, though, but uh, other than that, so I'm actually pretty psyched to to, to find out. No, me too. About. I'm actually hoping it's as good as it sounds from our uh, from our review without actually playing it, but thank you for Nintendo for sponsoring us, and thank you Netscape for sponsoring us. We appreciate the, uh, the, the extra bucks we get in our coffers. So um, without further ado, I think it's time to move into the show proper. And hit on our first segment. I believe it is time for... It is time for the Yo Mama Joke Off. Yo Mama. Yo, 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 mama joke off. Yo mama joke off. Yo mama's like a Pepsi machine. You put in 50 cents, now comes the new generation. Oh, Yo mama's such a stupid slut. I told her to do the robot. Now R2-D2 has AIDS. Oh! Yo mama's so ugly, they take her to the zoo just to keep the monkeys from jacking off. Oh no, 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 no you didn't. Yo mama's so stupid, I told her to lend me a hand. She chopped her fucking hand off, stapled a library card to it, and told me it was due back by the 32nd of March-tober. Uh, oh! oh. Yes. Yeah, I was a thinker, sorry. Very fucking stupid. How about this? Yo mama so slutty, she got fired from the sperm bank for drinking on the job. Yes, she did. So what? That's also how she quenches her thirst. <laughs> Sometimes she needs to drink I know, semen. I, nailed, I didn't know I nailed that one in the head Sometimes, so well. Am I winning? Are you, what's the problem with that? You've Wait, never, I, have, okay. Come back, so everybody come back in, the, in the room, raise your hand if you haven't drank glugs of sperm before. No one's raising their hands. We're both no raising. One, no one in the studio is raising their hand. Yeah, exactly. Except yeah. you. Well, no, I said if you haven't. Oh, shit. See, see how I tricked you on that shit. one? Shit, yeah. All right, well. Uh, how about you just retort? Oh, yeah, you're right. Actually, that's, that's what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed bring to come back. back. Well, that's yeah, what's oh, pretty right. dope. Come on, bring it. All right. Yeah, yo mama's such a victim of the misogynistic and patriarchal society that she works the same job as a man at her office and gets only a fraction of the pay. Oh! <laughs> Reality bites. Topical. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Do I have any more? Oh, you know what? I got one more. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring down the house with this one. I I I'd like to see that. The thing about your mama jokes is that they've all been done a thousand times by a thousand different people, just like your mama. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you want to know why? You want to know why I brought that one in for the last one? Cause that was. This is officially the last time that the Lost Home Radio Broadcast Hour is gonna do the Yo Mama joke segment. We're I know very a lot sorry you, to say. I know a lot of you guys are uh, out there are probably hurt by this. It was we've uh, that was done it. Twenty fifth, twenty five hundredth. Yo mama joke. Oh yeah, we've done, we've this. done this to death. We've yeah. uh, we've beat this like 25, dead horse. Twenty five hundred. We figured it was going to be good enough. Simile. Simile. Are we? Are yo we, mama jokes similes? Ooh, I'm beating it like a dead horse is a simile. That one but, is. Yeah. But are yo mama jokes similes? That's a good question. Well, here's the thing: is because you're, they, you're saying them not literally when you're saying you don't actually know that about the person's mama but you're saying them as the character as if it's actually true and but literal. But can it still be a simile? Yo mama's like the town bicycle. Everyone gets a ride. Yeah, that, that, that's that a could simile. Be. You could have simile yo mama jokes and then non-simile yo mama jokes. Your mama's like AIDS. Shit kills people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be a simile too. But like, really? for instance, the yo mama is such a stupid slut. I told her to do the robot. No, that RGB2 wouldn't be a simile. That's not. That's actually. That's what that's happened. That's factual. That's very factual. I was at that awkward uh, school dance. It was very weird. <laughs> she was supposed to be the chaperone, but that wasn't there she a school was. dance here. That was a key party. Oh, Jesus Christ! And your gym teacher invited you, and, and you should never have been there. You were way too young. And I should not dress like R two D two when I go to these things. You I really didn't awesome... dress like R two D two. I had footy pajamas that you looked wore like all white and had a blue monocle. Well, that's, I no. don't think that I don't think that counts. Well, you my, look like a KKK member who was high class. My family's poor, okay, and so that's like that was what my mom made me for uh, my Halloween costume. So I use it a lot. You didn't even bring so keys, stupid, and it was she don't know party. what R two D two looks like. Oh, I'm oh wait, I'm making my mama jokes now. Can we start doing that? No, my, but you know what we yeah. should do. No, <laughs> my, well, we my mom get, is so we, my mom is so disappointed in me. She doesn't even listen to my radio show. Oh, <laughs> my, that's actually accurate. <laughs> my mom is so accurate that I say things of that nature because I got it from her because I'm from a vagina. Saying your mama is, I come out. I'm done. You, know, right. you know why we're retiring? The bit is I'm out of them. Oh, that's right. These yeah. are like my best ones. Well, no, that's I've been why I was starting up. my mama jokes. Yeah. All right, so um, you know what? We uh, we teased that there would be an interview wedged into this, this what show everybody somewhere. everybody really wants to hear, right? And it's why people came, and we got a lot more show to cover. But, you know, let's give them the second half of that Kurt Cobain interview. Boom, let's do it, And yeah. uh, we can come back from that and finish the show out. So, uh, yeah, we're going to take a moment here, and here is the pre-recorded uh, second half of the Kurt Cobain interview. Thanks a lot for coming back on, Kurt. How have you been since the last time we chatted? What was the question? Uh, how have you been? Uh, like, how are you feeling? I'm in a perfectly happy mood right now, you asshole. Well, that's nice to... Sad. Happy sad? Okay. Alright, so, uh, everyone knows that you're the singer and bass player for Nirvana. Guitar. Right. Uh, bass guitar player. Guitar. Oh, I see. Well, last interview, we talked a lot about the music of Nirvana, but this time, we'd like to dig deeper and find a little bit more about the man Kurt Cobain, as well as the musician. All right, I've got a couple questions for you, too, Kurt. Uh, first of all, thanks again for being here. It's really awesome having the you know one of my favorites on the show. You know, we're, we're best friends. You mean you, me, and Scott? Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, Scott Bear. Let's put some dresses on and, you know, dance around in those. 
uh, maybe after the interview? or I think that's the most important thing. How would you describe the uh, interview so far? An embarrassment. Ooh, ouch. Uh, Scott? You've been all over the world on tour. Where's your favorite place to play? Kansas. Why Kansas? I haven't thought about that for a long time. Well, I was hoping you could give us some insight on places to check out that you really connected with. You know, places that were special to you. So I still have to concentrate. Well, here's something I know a lot of our listeners want to know about. Um, there's a rumor going around that there's uh, kind of like a raunchy sex tape with you, I'm assuming Courtney, and maybe even some other famous musicians whose name rhyme with Betty Better. That video was fun to do because it only took us six hours. Wow, six hours. That is some tantric shit. Um, if you don't mind me asking, uh, you know, what prompted you to, to make this thing? I thought it would relieve me. Did it work? A lot more than I thought. Now, this is uh, the last question about sex right now. I'm going to ask you, and then I'll pass it back over to Scott. But we ask a lot of our guests to uh, make the most uh, accurate orgasm sound that you can. It's, um... No! 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 You've cited the Beatles, John Lennon specifically, as a big influence. What other artists or bands have influenced you? Kansas. Kansas. Really? So much. Let's shift gears and look ahead in music then. What do you think will be the next big music breakthrough? Moderate rock. Give me some examples. What are some great modern bands with that kind of sound that you're talking about? Kansas. And Kurt, are there any things that uh, you haven't uh, done yet that you're really looking to do? I still haven't bothered to learn guitar. Really? That's actually kind of surprising because you're the lead guitar player for... Kansas. I was going to say Nirvana. Um, Courtney. Oh, is that Courtney coming in? Uh, you should have her uh, pop on for like a little bit of the interview if you could. Courtney. Don't. Don't. Kurt? Kurt? Courtney? Kurt? Can you hear me? Huh. Uh, since we may have lost uh, uh, our feed there for uh, for some reason, we'll try to get him back. But um, I guess in the meantime, just want to say thanks to Kurt and uh, and Courtney there. I guess for uh, for that last part of the interview. I hope you all enjoyed it. All right, that was Kurt Cobain, of course. He needs no introduction, even though we did introduce him. That was the second part of our interview you all have been clamoring about and asking about on the radio hour. We gave it to you. Not much else to say other than. Why don't we take a spin into the year 2001? In the year 2001. The year's 2001. So we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, future tech. Yeah, what's By future tech? We mean what's going to be different in the year 2001 compared to now? That's actually not that far away. We may need to we may need to change this a little bit. I of think ours. we're going to probably put. I I think next time we change this segment, we should probably like push it way back 2003? to 2002, or maybe like 2004. What's what's uh no I'm thinking like 2005? maybe 2000 like uh 2006 2000, I'm thinking maybe 2007 more like right two, 2000 the uh the next one the, yes 2000 how about nine mm, a little bit crazy there how about how about 2010 I'm thinking we might not be here in 2009 how about um 2099 that's not bad that's kind Pretty of far cool, away that's kind of a cool little uh cool little year or 20 it's like it's like the the brink of the new millennium but for a yeah. different generation. Not millennium, but a uh, brink of a new century. Century? Right? Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I meant. Words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
we we haven't been able we're going to experience hopefully if we live hey, let's, long uh, enough let's, the new century how right? about when we get off the air later on uh, we discuss what we're going to do with the future of the 2001 segment but not for our future. listeners who are but, sitting patiently right now listening to us yes. talk about our show yeah this is this is live we can't do any edits here so all right uh, um, so uh, what did you bring to the table here well here here's the thing we you know we're talking about in the year 2001 video games I feel like are here to stay that's kind of been proven you like video games yeah I owned both a Nintendo and a Super Nintendo yep uh, and I actually I, and I, I got the Jaguar and the 3DO last year uh, yeah I know I've been so jealous about those because I, I wanted the Jaguar big time dude uh, pl- I playing Aliens versus Predator on uh, the Jaguar is amazing dude I've looked at the graphics you can play as the Marine the Alien or the Predator and Holy crap! It's really freaking awesome. The graphics are like mind blowing, though. Uh, kind of looks like the movies. Yeah, like I can't believe that they've come so far that we went from like Mario and Donkey Kong, like we were talking about oh, earlier. Yeah, exactly. And I, like I said, I haven't played uh, well, Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong Country. Donkey Kong to Country see the is graphics. supposed to be pretty like next level, like kind of um, more like three D. Yeah, it's Nintendo. They've been doing this for years. But like Atari, they came out of the gates with the Jaguar. Just boom, just appeared. No one oh, thought, yeah. well, everyone thought they were done. They, you know? Well, I know, and I I owned an original uh, Atari, and of course they oh, yeah, were kind of replaced. And mine, yeah. and uh, it was amazing, obviously. Uh, what but was I, asteroids? We were like, oh, that that was for the kids because the second like Nintendo just changed the game, yeah. and we both got Nintendos around the same time and traded games and all that, and they were kick ass. And uh, and then of course I I went you you went for Super Nintendo, I went for Genesis. Um, so I'm a big Sega guy myself. So this next bit. Uh, we're going to talk about actually he's got a little bit personal here because I'm a big Sega person and we're kind of on the brink of a new I don't want to call it like a format war but essentially the new the next generation of uh, of video game systems are kind of being decided now uh, coming out next year really this year uh, in Japan but next year for the US you've probably all seen like a lot of the read a lot of the stuff in in the magazines about it kind of you know seen some maybe little teasers on, on TV and during the, your shows and stuff but uh Sega's releasing the Saturn. Um, it's kind of next generation. This is the next one up from the uh, the Genesis, correct? Yeah, yeah. So. It's, it's the what it would be up to like thirty two bits now. I think right. The Genesis is their sixteen bit system. So they, I, I'm guessing they're going to thirty two or I, I think Jaguar was all the way up to sixty four or something. I don't know, but I uh, believe Jaguar was around sixty four. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. actually a little fuzzy. I own one, but you know what? Sometimes they just don't care. Yeah, about I mean things. to have the like they, the graphics are pretty stellar on it, but I think yeah, the I, Saturn definitely is a thirty two bit system. I, I remember that yeah. from uh, and and I do know for a fact that that Sony is getting into the game. And yeah, the Jaguar was a 64. That is why it looks so clear and crisp. You're right. Yeah, and then it's funny because they kind of beat people to the the, the punch. But oh, at they the were same ahead time, of, yeah, they seem to be ahead of everyone. Honestly, like they've been yeah, because because it just takes a lot of processing and all that kind of stuff. And to, you know to what? I'm still those kind of my graphics. Super Nintendo, which is 16 bit. Well, there's so many great games on that. Same with the Sega Genesis 16 bit. It's more about the the quality of the game, and that's why this. Uh, there's a lot of talk about how Sony is getting into the game they're putting a lot of money behind the playstation big money to make it more powerful than the saturn and this is sony the, the the walkman company so yeah sony so they're yeah. actually this is their first entry into video games and i'm i'm a little scared i mean we all love their products yeah walkmans are awesome and i don't know i don't know does the, the saturn use a cd-rom i know playstation uses a cd-rom um you know i don't know i we haven't had my like hands a, on one yet so we can hold a lot more uh data than the old cartridges and stuff yeah I the think playstation hold like hundreds and hundreds of megabytes of uh of data and the playstation that's coming out definitely does have a cd-rom yeah yeah i, I saw that in there but um which is kind of the standard almost because like 3do has a cd-rom too uh yeah jaguar uh is a cartridge though yeah which um you know i i, I there's something about holding a cartridge in your hands 
and like having to blow out the dust and all that. That just it it feels right. That's how video games should be played. What well, I think I don't I, think disc format video games no, feel right. I think you're gonna see. Plus, people, you can't save on a disc. I think people are gonna. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna really kill it. On a little bit of an aside, but between uh, uh, getting you think away the disc from the format's gonna die because you can't save. Yeah, no. So, I mean, I think you know, music and and stuff like that will be fine with it and uh, everything like that. But the the video games, I mean, you can't save on it. Like, you, yeah, and, you have and, the, the, and the imagine consoles the amount have of, internal memory, but only so much. Well, you're not going to be able to save much on one of those. I mean, that's, you know. A 64-bit game like Aliens vs. Predator, I think, takes up, like, 99.9% .9 of my memory on my Jaguar. Yeah. I can't tell because there's no actual screen to show me that, but I'm yeah. pretty sure if I bought a second game for the system, You'd it's have to not going to work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, oh, I think, you know, in general, I think we're probably going to see a, a push back toward the cartridge side of things anyway. But in the meantime, I, I am excited about these. I'm putting my money aside. This is going to be the start of the console for, wars. And I think we are, uh, we're coining that right now on our radio show, the console wars. Console wars. I like that. I was talking, I said like system wars and that didn't quite sound as system battles. Well, these are all, well, yeah, systems, console consoles, wars, they're sounds all the good. same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would go either, honestly. I like consoles. Uh, so, yeah, I, I personally, I mean, I'm, I'm putting my... What do you think okay, is going to come I, first? Jaguar 5 or PlayStation 4? 3DO X? We'll, we'll say X instead of 10 because it's cooler. Oh, right. Uh, like 3DO X or Sega Saturn 15? Like, or it'll be like Sega, uh, Sega Jupiter or something. Because we've had Sega three, Pluto. Because uh, Nintendo's even making another system. They uh, Well, they're actually doing the Virtual Boy later this year, which is supposed to be the first virtual reality gaming system. Oh, my God. And um, We've been waiting that's, for that for uh, a while. That with Game Boy, Super Nintendo, and regular Nintendo is four Nintendo products in under a decade. Yeah. At, that, at the rate we're going, we're going to have, like, a PlayStation or a Sega, like, 15 in 20 years. It's going to be insane. Maybe, because I mean, here's the thing. is I think we're... I feel like there's always going to be a war. There's always going to be, like, two consoles. And we know that Nintendo, they're around for the, but right the now, long we're, haul we're, right now. We're, right now, we're looking at five. Yeah, but but here's, but the Nintendo's around for the long haul. It's really now a battle of, of who gets to take over the other ones. Because they've been at each other's throats. Nintendo's stayed strong. Sega's been pretty strong, which is why I'm putting my money in the Saturn when it comes to this one. If I were to set money aside, which I am, and to buy one of these... I mean, it'd be great to have both, but I feel like PlayStation might be a little bit of a waste because I don't think it's going to be around for too long. One, I'll give you a couple. I've been thinking about this a while. A couple of my arguments. Well, I know it's going to sound biased. I've had a Genesis. I've always of course, of course. You always sound racist on air. It's, yeah. it's fine. You you can sound as racist as you want. I oh, don't like that Donkey Kong. Wait, you said biased or racist? I think I meant racist, but I said biased. Oh, my, my fault. Every time you say words, I just hear racist. No, but it's because you, you know me well enough to know that I'm probably being racist or I want to be. If I'm not being racist, I really want to be racist. So that's what Fair I'm, enough, fair like, enough. Yeah, that's yeah. what those stinky Orientals always tell me anyway. <laughs> See, Complain about that. that on the World Wide <laughs> Web, you, 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 you stinky railroad workers. <laughs> but you're on way back for one of those. <laughs> you're digging deep into your bag of racism right there. <laughs> it's like you know, opium smoking. <laughs> I don't even think that's been a stereotype since like the late 1800s. Stop trying to sell me your silks. Ooh. I'm sick of your fine silks. Wow, you're really going back. <laughs> you're going back centuries now. <laughs> Listen. Listen, you slant-eyed pepper salesman. Here's the thing. I I, I, I've, I can I can eat my food without your salt and pepper. I don't need your spice trade, Oriental. I like the fact that I would usually put being racist 
with being unintelligent, but you're proving like a very intelligent, poignant racism right there. Like a very historically accurate. Because I'm the historical racist. Oh, a new segment. It's, hey, this can be a new segment. Historical racist. Historical racist. I may be a racist and I might be a historian, but sometimes I'm a little bit of both like a DeLorean that travels through time. Oh, wow. I like this. We might have to work on the <laughs> yeah. delivery of that. Yeah, I like, think, like the rhyming. Like, I think you've got it. Par- parts of that rhyme, but just not at the ends of sentences. I, I like that part, though. Historical oh, yeah. racist going through time, making racist, racist observations throughout history. I'm guessing the historical racist is white, because what else would he be? Because most likely he's got to be white if he's going back through time and not getting lynched or picked on by other white people. Because when you time travel and you're white... Everything is right. And if you time travel and you're black, everything is whack. wrong. Oh. <laughs> I like your version better. I was really hoping like I would get one in there, whack, but yeah. you just you just turn the tables on. Yeah, I feel I mean I'm not I'm not splitting hairs here or anything, but I mean if you're black wrong. and you time travel, you really don't want to go past like nineteen seventy. Yeah, you can be like I was cool back then, like black exploitation. You got like a twenty four win- twenty four hour or year window. Really, yeah, and before to, then, to be you're just black like, and a time traveler, you're yeah. like it's, it's you know the best it gets is or you go back so far segregation, no yeah, or you go back and just like all the way back to where everybody was black in one continent. Like, oh, I mean, you're one of those to people. Your, you believe that that theory to the the theory the theory of, of we all started evolution. out in Africa. Yeah. Wow. Evolution, you know, it's I don't know where I'm going. I actually it. believe that too. So. Historical <laughs> racist isn't as smart as racist. you would have thought. Yeah, he's not a geographer racist. What were we talking about? PlayStation uh, versus the, Sega the, Saturn, the, the right? console wars theme. So, okay, that we let me just coined. give you a couple of my points, and I want to see where you take this because uh, if okay, I, I am biased and racist because um, I'm an owner, uh, owner of the Genesis. Um, but I'm thinking back to the devastating loss that Sony suffered uh, in the videotape format wars. Those console wars. Yeah, remember, Betamax. Do you VHS. remember Betamax? I barely do. I don't think I've ever seen anything. And on the uh, the lesser known Serta. Serta. There's VHX, VHS, Betamax, uh-huh. and Serta. Okay. It was lesser known. It may, I mean, it failed right out the gates. Oh, so even worse than the... Okay, well, I'm glad... It, it was the mattress company. They they had these uh, oh. cartridges, and they were roughly <laughs> the size of a mattress. Yeah, because they were just like, how can we repurpose these old mattresses we were able to sell? <laughs> well, I don't, why don't we get into uh, video cassettes? You're right. Yep. Odd man who just <laughs> r- randomly walked out the street. You have... So, I'm sorry, code. I keep interrupting you. <laughs> um, so, okay, so even if the PlayStation huh. proved... I'm not saying, like, you know, history repeats... Sony's been really good with other electronics and stuff, but this is... Like the like, Walkman. I love my little yellow Walkman. Oh, no, yeah, me too. Like, my little yellow buddy. It. I've got a waterproof one, so I can yeah. go... If not, go swimming with I, it. I, I, I go Never. jogging in the morning with my Beastie Boys tape. It's so worn out that I can, like, repeat the jokes verbatim and... it even when, during the points on the tape where it's so worn out I can't hear them or it's like I just say them to myself out loud yeah. just to fill in the gaps you pretty much are the Beastie Boys when you're running with your Sony Walkman no 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 the Jerky Boys that was the Jerky, the jerky Boys, boys. I yeah. think you said the Beastie Boys no no I, I think I, you said no, the no, Beastie Boys I, I, I sit and write my college papers to the Beastie Boys but I jog to the Jerky Boys oh that is very okay I I, I, man, I love the Jerky Boys so these Sony guys <laughs> that's, uh, I, 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 we should have like a tally of how many times you could interrupt me during one segment I like the fact that you are. It's okay. I mean, we only have sixty this is... minutes to do this show, so I mean, whatever. Oh yeah, crap. You're right. Uh, let's let's get, let's get the show on the road. So, um, 
I know that it doesn't guarantee that they're gonna they're gonna flop just because they have before, but they should kind of stick to what they know. Uh, it's tough to get into this market. They're already, as you mentioned, so many. You've got to have like a good catalog, really, because it's not just about the quality of the system. Because yeah, the Betamax is like higher Sega quality than VHS. Nintendo have so many great games to pull from. And, v- and, and VHS was actually inferior quality than than the Betamax, but people were like, they, "There's a better catalog. More people are putting yep. their videos on there." And it's the same way. Sega, they already have a big old catalog. You're gonna get Sonic the Hedgehog it's right funny. off the bat. It's funny too with the VHS and the Beta talk. I mean, laser discs are here now. Who cares about those? That's the new format. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, I so mean, crystal it's clear, of, and the sound is so rich. Like laser discs are really where it's at now. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, that's the future. I mean, it's the now and it's the future. I mean, yeah. there's nothing well, better than taking people, a laser I mean, disc and putting still, it on your projection TV. Most people are it. still dealing with VHS. A lot I of know, us don't have I money know. for. Remember, I grew up poor. My mom used to sew me R two D two costumes. It's gonna get cheaper with though. Monocles. Tech, tech always gets cheaper. I know. No, eventually it will. I'm, that's why I'm saying it's more of the future. We're talking about laser discs and how awesome they are, and they don't. Not everybody knows what we're talking about. I've only seen them over at your place, actually. So yeah, I don't know what you think about the uh, the. PlayStation, the Sony thing. I agree with you. I think Sega Saturn's going to win the console wars out of all five systems, but uh, Nintendo, when they come out with whatever they're doing next after the Virtual Boy, they might kill everyone. The the only reason that uh, Saturn and and Sony... Uh, or Sega and Sony stand a chance... I don't see the PlayStation making it past the first system. I think it's going to... I think out of all of them, I think the 3DO. I don't even see which I gotta say, hype, you know, on the 3DO, I'm addicted to Road Rash, that motorcycle game. Yeah, yeah, I've been playing that the hell out of that. Tr- again, I don't, I don't know one, but just just from your going over your place to playing it, two player, it's pretty great. But yeah, I think, um, I think out of all these systems, I think the 3DO might be the one to go because of the cat- catalog of games and the PlayStation. I'm just, I'm just not seeing it having a future. I think the real battles can come down once again with. to Sega and Nintendo again with Jaguar I being it, Atari, I will, yeah. maybe just existing. Maybe they they don't ever win. I think I think they'll, they they'll, exist. they'll do enough business to stay around because of the graphics alone. Yeah, I'll buy a Jaguar yeah. too whenever it comes out next year. Yeah, Jaguar yeah. Dose, Jaguar Do, Do, yeah, Do. Um. All right. Well, what do you what do you got for the year two thousand one here? Not a whole lot. Um, I was looking into science facts, trying to see if maybe Ooh. we could bring a little something to the, the students here at the university People who are in the learn. science department. Uh, maybe something they hadn't heard about, maybe something they're involved in with their special projects. And I came across something that was honestly frightening and scary. Frightening it, and scary? It, it, Tell me more, Scott. Well, wasn't that a simile? No. <laughs> that would be a synonym. Very similar in sound. <laughs> um... Yes, uh, what I came across was something that was frightening. Uh, genetically modified foods. Apparently, um, our, our Nazi-esque science department people in universities and colleges around the country have started mucking around with the DNA of vegetables and fruits. And what they're trying to do is uh, breed traits into these products that are positive, something to give the consumers a little more bang for their buck. Or so I can get like it, a fuckable tomato or something? Um, it, that could be down the road. I mean, uh, they're already pretty fuckable. Let's face they're, it. They're very fuckable, oh, but I mean one that would maybe reciprocate. Okay, yeah, like uh, like not fuckable, like, but like, a fucking potato. Like it doesn't I mean, feel like you're literally raping the tomato. It, it pushes back. Okay, well, okay, most fuckable uh, fruit or vegetable, real quick. Uh, uh, oh, um, uh, grapefruit. Watermelon. Why? Uh, soft. You get drill a hole a little bit. You that's, know, to, that's the same for my grapefruit. Yeah. Yeah, that's like real citrusy. This is like juicy. Oh no, I'm I'm a sadomasochist. I like oh, it. Oh okay. It so you like yeah. cut cut your 
dink up real good, and then you well, I washed in the fruit. shower with a uh, a Brillo pad, right? Uh, and before, before before it's real sensitive and real. Um, like, I don't use hurt. any soap or actually, I kind of turn my back to the water even just just Brillo it, yeah, just Brillo. And then you dig, you you cut Crying a hole in the and grapefruit, it, right? and I use one of those ruby reds. Yeah, yeah. And the hole needs to be smaller than your actual penis's circumference. So you gotta pound it in there, and yeah, I mean. The, You're the almost gra- getting a whole the, fucking layer the grapefruit of grapefruit shouldn't off of that. feel like it wants it. I guess yeah. that's key. That's key. But and that- do you do you like put like another like. Uh, I'm thinking like you're gonna be pushing enough like air through it, so maybe like a little horn on the other side, so it sounds like it's going. Well, no. no. When you when you first when you first insert it, you make sure that it's the the hole is evenly linear and on the same plane as your penis at the right, right. angle. So you kind of sque- you kind of do fuck in like an air bubble. So right. the first couple times you fuck it, it makes a farting sound. And that for me just makes me think I'm fucking a really citrusy anus. Okay, the citrusy anus is promising. That sounds sounds like what you're talking about is the most rapeable fruit. And I was talking wait, about the most. Wait, did I fuckable. say? Did I, wait, did I misspeak? Did wait, I say? Did those... I say grapefruit or rapefruit? You said grapefruit. Okay, I meant grapefruit, but I'm wait. It, where it, do they grow those? <laughs> a ruby red grapefruit? <laughs> Sounds like a like a Scooby Doo now. A ruby red grapefruit? <laughs> well, yes, it, 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 it is a ruby red grapefruit, and you can buy them in the grocery store. They're usually like they come pre-drilled, or well, they're they're slightly larger sizes? than an orange. They're they're lighter in color than an orange. Because okay. when you pale, cut them open, they look like an orange, what's but they're red. Here. Okay, that that is a that's a grapefruit, right? It's a grapefruit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. That's my mo. I mean, I grill pad my dick in the shower with my back to the water, so Boom. it's dry. Grill a slightly smaller, slightly hole smaller hole. Push dick. in an air pocket and pretend it's a citrusy anus. Citrusy anus. I like that. Well, the thing about the uh... I usually play uh, like erasure in the background while I'm doing it too. Um, sometimes, and I mean, this is a newer song I just got into, but I like playing Black Hole Sun. Oh, okay. And I just kind of slide it on my cock and go. Black hole sun, won't you come? Well, my my f- fuckable fruit being that's the, that's me. That's how I roll. The thing that's really great, and I don't uh, maybe you haven't tried fucking. The, I mean, I guess if you're more into the uh, raping the the citrusy anus, uh, you won't like so much the more like refreshing crisp watermelon one. It's big. You can get a good heft on that. You can even like make some little hand uh, things on the side. Um, you can. once once you're done fucking is you could carve ears that you fold out that you hold on to. Yeah, yeah. That no, that's what I, I like is I can actually like, carve little like handles in the in the Handlebars. side. Yeah. yeah, so I can really get a good grip on there. Um, and then when I'm done, I've got like all these fucking watermelon seeds in my dink, and I can just shoot them out. It's like like that's awesome. Yeah, because you do you just fucking go pop 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 pop. Full full auto eject. So are you talking then with the, these the reason- genetically modified things? Are they fuckable or rapeable? No, no, no. What I actually brought up this for was the uh, the first genetically modified food came out, and it's a tomato. Oh, that's pretty um, okay, yeah. And what I love is they're, they're nicknaming it the Flavor Saver, which Ooh. is, it just sounds like um, a nickname for some dude with a mustache. Right, Like yeah. his mustache is the Flavor Saver. Oh, yeah. Oh, you so know? he's getting like bits of, uh, of, his food, bits of food and or, stuff like that uh, in there. Female ejaculate. Yeah. Like, right, right. That happens, right? I think I've heard a buddy of mine back in... Um, Back in Syracuse, yeah. upstate, he was telling me that about he was going down to his girlfriend and she just started like squirting in his face and he literally thought she was coming on him. Right. And he yeah. had no frame of reference for this because he had never seen it before in any of the porno videos. He got down the, uh, the, the, the the curtain in the back of the video store. Oh, yeah, goes man. To. I, love, I love the curtain. The curtain room. I would actually name a video store the curtain. The and curtain. it's just one big curtain that you walk into, so it still feels like you're going to the creepy back thing. But it's but all the, the creepy f- back But that's thing. the front door. Dude, the that's curtain. amazing. We should it's have. It's called the curtain. And you should work on that. Big money in video stores, man. 
we could have a Laserdisc section. I don't know if they've got much pornography on Laserdisc yet, but uh, VHS is kind of where it's at for, for pornography. I think the last time I went into one of those back curtain rooms was uh, there was a video store down in, um, in uh, New Jersey. Uh, next to it's uh, one of those quick stop, quickie mart type places, convenience right. stores. And uh, yeah, happen. I mean, I, I was down there for about a week with a friend of mine. He wanted it me just to go in, in that store. It, oh, the, well, no, no, yeah, it's, it's like, like it's just a, it's a convenience store area. on the left and a video store on the right, and they have a back curtain. And right. this is like in uh, what was it, Red Bank, New Jersey, I think. And uh, yeah, this the the guy at the counter actually at the convenience store told me to go over. His name is Kevin, uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Right. Yeah, okay. I told you about him. Yeah, he uh, he actually told me that they had Warm. the back curtain room that I need to go into the the store next door. And I Warm thought buy cool. a grapefruit. But no, he was uh, he was a really nice guy, and he actually told me he's making a movie this year. He's trying to do some black and white film called Clerks, like artsy shit or something. Uh, yeah, I think he said he was going to start. Filming I mean, I this like summer. artsy shit. I don't. Well, he invited you and I because he knew he knew that we were working with NYU, and I think he wants to get some publicity. So if we ever want to go down later this year, oh yeah, yeah. Um, he said he's going to be filming it in both the convenience store and the uh, the video store next door. That I actually went through the curtain of. And well, if he makes it not to sound like cocky, but if he makes it big enough, quote unquote, to come on our show, we should have him on our radio. Yeah, we can have him be. A, we can interview him if this movie actually takes off. He didn't say what the title was, but it's going to deal with uh, what it's like to be a convenience store clerk and to work in that industry. Oh, cool! And he said it's very indie and it's uh, it's a little bit like slackers. Okay, cool. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of intrieued. He was a nice guy, but yeah, I just tried to try to sell you a rape fruit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Oh, the rape fruit could be sold in both the Quickie Mart style place and in the uh, the back curtain. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's fuckable than edible, rapeable than edible. Um, well, so yeah, so okay. I, I still don't exactly know how the flavor saver works. No, no, All no. All I know now is that it's not fuckable. So you kind of lost me there. But let's try to get our listeners back. With, yeah, let's uh, let's actually get them back by moving on to a different segment. Okay. I mean, because because I'm really okay. When you mention this, first of all, it sounds creepy. And oh, I just want to mention that genetically engineered foods exist. Did, did beware, you, did beware. You, did you not think immediately of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? I did. Right? I did. Yeah, because that is kind of it was That's like scientists fuck with nature and play God. They're fucking with the DNA of these things. They're they going to create they these God. monsters. They're trying to play God. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be these tomato monsters. Or you know what's going to happen? Like 20 years down the road, you're going to find out these flavor saver tomatoes take away your taste buds. Ironically enough, huh? Flavor savers and they they hinder their flavor hinderers. That's yep. a, well, that doesn't quite have the the nope, appeal these, of that name. These but. genetically to- modified tomatoes are going to be lame as a duck, and not a metaphorical lame duck either, but like a real duck that was actually lame, maybe from like stepping on a landmine or something. Well, the thing about like uh, about making like new progress when it comes to. Uh, corporations food in general like capitalism stuff like that the thing i really like about it is it's like an american tradition like fathers chasing kids around with power tools yes similes man look oh that was beautiful i feel like we need like uh maybe we keep doing the uh, the thing of the week like yeah like there's like like Wee herman on his old show you know you yeah. just have like the here's the word of the day <laughs> <laughs> That's my Pee Wee Herman impression. Your, I was going to say, or your very retarded person Im- impression, but that was kind <laughs> of the same person, I guess. Pee Wee Herman, I remember when I first watched Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. And my mom, my mom walked in <laughs> and saw me watching Pee Wee Herman uh, Saturday mornings, you know. And Were you playing like, with your Pee Wee well, I was. I was playing with my Pee Wee. Yeah. Um, I was fucking the grapefruit. I didn't know there were going to be grapefruits out. You're like Jombie. Jombie. Yeah. Make yeah. Me oh, wish. Yeah. Oh, make a lick a lime lick my hiney hole. Lick, uh, lick my hiney hole. I um, love it. Jerry. You I used the, to I used to say all a, the time. You are a radio uh, uh genius. My mom thought that Pee Wee Herman was a retarded fella when she saw me. She's like, Why are you watching this? You're gonna start talking like a retarded person. 
That was another pee oh. thing. <laughs> not a ret- I'm not retarded. Okay. No. That just sounded like, okay. No. But, you know, um, I actually started to feel, um, I don't know, a little retarded this past uh, week. Um, I, I should probably save the uh, the disclosure on that one, the full disclosure, until we uh, hit the AV club. AV Club. All right. Um, so uh, this week's AV Club, we actually have a lot to talk about. So we're going to break into three categories. We're going to do movies, TV, and music. And right, start off right. with movies. Um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Okay. Yeah. I um, you've been trying to get me to watch this for a while. Uh, I have. It just came out uh, last month, and it's been in theaters for a while because it's doing so well. Yep. And so I finally I I found the the place that we've. Uh, the theater down, not too far, I'll say down the street, but you know, uh, miles and miles from us that I did actually find was playing it. Uh, I know you've been raving about it. I went in and I tried to watch it. I had to walk out like about a third of the way through because I just thought even for us, it was asinine. This is Jim Carrey. This is like our comedian. He was in in Living Color. I know that. And I liked him in in Living Color. This year alone, he's got this movie. He's got The Mask, which is based on that Dark Horse comic about that really sadistic killer. And I'll go see another Jim Carrey movie. I'm not saying that movie's going to be dark, by the way. That comic is bloody. The Mask movie. When it comes out, it's, it's going to like shock a, people. Yeah. That's like the, the bloodiest like the comic first, I read. Yeah, like, uh, like, kind of like Batman, like Tim Burton style. Except bloody. Or something like, yeah, with blood. Yeah, yeah that movie's going to be dark. I mean, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I think I he mean, has uh, Dumb and Dumber's another one coming out where he just basically plays like a retarded guy. I See, I'm fine with, with, with Jim Carrey. Uh, I'm going to be okay with that. I just didn't like this particular character. I felt it was kind of like a, a really bad uh, In Living Color sketch that should have only lasted. That was probably funny for three minutes. And then they were like, let's try to make something. This happens with, you know, Saturday Night Live characters and stuff, too. These sketch shows try too hard. To make oh, one of their- come on. Already then. Come on, these these catchphrases. He's going to be like a national treasure. Already then is. That's, Already then. Yeah. Good That's, that's a great Everyone. catchphrase. Yeah. All righty then. No, no it's about the delivery. Like, you, if you're walking up to a here's someone a ca- and someone says something stupid, you go, Alrighty oh, then. No, I got that. But, you know, here's a fucking catchphrase. Got any cheese, okay? There's a catchphrase that everybody can fucking get behind. Yeah, and Family Matters Did I still do on that? the air. Did we, I do that? We liked that show when it started, and we still like it. So... We are going to sit back now and watch Ace Ventura blossom into the amazing hilarity that it is. Here's the thing. It's been doing really well. I know it's going to be... I, Dude, but, Dan Marino was in it. The, the the fucking entire Miami Dolphins were in it. The entire plot revolved around figuring out which Miami Dolphin was a fucking dolphin nabber. Well, That's original. If it was a little bit like, cool, like, oh, which which one of these guys... Uh, I don't know. It wasn't even good whodunit. And it was really. like, well... And it was sexed up. I mean, he was fucking Courtney Cox. Okay, Courtney Cox Courtney was Cox really is hot. the thing. I almost stayed for the entire thing just because of Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox was naked in one scene, but it was under a, a, a blanket. And he was like, remember that scene where he was like, yeah, sorry, this doesn't usually happen to me. Because he only came three times. Are you just or assuming he, she's naked? Like, just well, because yes, they, yes, she's yes, on? Yes, yes, He was probably yes, wearing like a full yes, fucking. Yes, yes, Courtney Cox was naked. Three-piece men's suit for no reason. Under I jumped that. off just... to a movie that had more animals in it than one hour of National Geographic ever does. Well, yeah. I mean, I would jerk off at the animals. Yeah. Well, no, no. I just... Okay. I was just saying that they were oh, there. Oh, no, wait. That wasn't, your, that, was... that wasn't your point. You almost had me sold on Ace Ventura with that one point that apparently wasn't yours. No, but... Well, spe- I will. I'm not a monster. I'll fucking animal. Okay, so you didn't like Ace Ventura Pet Detective. I didn't. I didn't. The other big movie that came out that was a comedy recently was Naked Gun 33 and a Third. That one uh, I can get The behind. latest in the police squad That series. one I can do. 
Leslie Nielsen once again knocks it out of the fucking park. He's the, the, the only people that should do. I'm these glad kind we of have movies. a. Glad we have our uh, our our buddy Bruce Bruce in the uh, studio there taking out our swears. I think we've uh we might have hit a milestone in this episode for actual radio airplay college radio swears. Yeah, that's true. The thank thing, you. Uh, well, that's why we chose college radio. Yeah, and thank you, Bruce like... Bruce. We're glad you're behind the scenes instead of in front of the mic with your fucking boomerang accent. Yeah, he's a little sorry. Uh, well, he's, he's. I hope he bleeped yeah. that one too. <laughs> well, he's he's a good guy. He, he is. Guys, you've, you've heard him on the show. Yeah, before, you know he and I we we jib and jab back and forth a little bit. Jib and jab. Yeah, I'm sure he'll have some things to say next time he's actually and we have him on every once in a while, so you but better watch out up. what you have to say. But see, oh, I do I do like I, I I've been a big fan of the Naked Gun series for a while. And speaking of uh, Dan Marino uh, taking his uh, his college not his college his professional sports career and then turning the into a comedic. Roll the juice. Uh, right. Fucking O.J. Simpson is back. Again. No, I was screaming. I was screaming the Jews. Oh, you just screaming that randomly. Yeah, no, I just assumed they made all these movies because no, O.J. Simpson, just like Dan Marino, is in a comedy movie. We're seeing a he lot does, more yeah, professional yeah. athletes he's, break he's been, into comedy. He's been mostly just in the uh, the Naked Gun series. Well, he had that movie, the the Seal Team or whatever, a couple of years. Yeah, I never back. saw that one. It was weird. Basically, he played this like uh, Seal Team member who has to go on this mission and kill a bunch of people, but. Yeah, in this, he actually plays a role model. He's a cop. Well, I like the thought, and I know we joke about being racist and all this kind of stuff, but, you know, we're mostly just racist against uh, Chinamen and, and... Orientals and, in general. Orientals. So, yeah, but only historically racist. But uh, Unless they're making my PlayStation, I don't want them anywhere near me. And those are those are the, the Japanese, I believe. Yeah, they're the good ones. Yeah, the good ones. There's, <laughs> <laughs> like, camps of orientals as you call them now we, hey we don't do internment caps camps for the yeah. japanese anymore those are those are long gone that's why like, we'll pretend we dude, never that was, did that that was like 30 years let's ago let's pretend that never happened sweep it under the uh the the the, the rug like the dust it was similes oh. oh there you go uh so it is no it's i was gonna say it's nice seeing uh like a positive black role model, role model. Yeah. okay I mean, he He's was already cop. he was already but you have a lot of uh role models in oj in sports simpson anyway, can do but... no wrong it's 94 and so far in his career he's heisman, been a, heisman, heisman trophy winner uh professional he's, football player period yeah and, and one of the best uh but the best running back three-time comedian for the naked gun series alone i mean and he's proved his com comedic worth and really all i gotta say is his I character really... norberg is one of my favorites whenever he pops up on screen i'm like norberg yes well i'm really hoping we get to see a lot more of him on the screen. That's well, next is going to be like Naked Gun 44 Pi or Squared or Yeah, they'll, cube they'll, they'll or toss a little... Uh, a weird title. twist it around. Or 4.4, like Netscape or something, you know? Right, yeah. And uh, Norberg, yeah, O.J. Simpson's going to come back again, and I, I just hope he continues to be the shining example of what uh, what a policeman could be and what an African-American um, isn't usually portrayed as in film. Yeah. We had, like, Lethal Weapon He's not like with Danny Glover. But, like yeah, that. they were showing him in a good light. Yeah. And, um, and comedic too. It's not like it doesn't have to be like a serious it, dark down his luck wife, cop or something. His wife is fucking hot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, what's her name again? Um, uh, you're talking Nicole. Nicole. Uh, right. Nicole. Nicole. Yeah. Simpson. I mean, right. yeah. I mean, it's his wife. I'm sure think, what's yeah. her actual last name? Nicole Brown. Yeah. 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 Well, hyphen. I think Nicole Brown Simpson. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, actually, you know, I haven't seen her on a lot of stuff recently, but I think this is her year. She's sexy. I mean, She's I think good. this is the year where she becomes a. Uh, a household name, if you will. Oh, they should do like a movie together at some point, because like there'd be like this natural chemistry. Maybe they could play like opposite sides of each other, something nobody would ever believe. Like, oh they, yeah, like they're they, like they're such a, they're such a loving couple. Yeah, they could do right. a movie where maybe like she murders him. Yeah, she's like the oh, oh, like oh, at or his she's house, like or she's like plotting like, to murder him, and then he has to use some like f he can like turn back on his football career to like somehow solve 
realize that I don't know it could be that a he's about thing to or, be murdered. Yeah, and just before he f- is about to not be murdered due to his own deductions, he gets murdered anyway. Yes, because she was one step ahead of him the whole time because she knows him so well. Yeah, like because no, they no. actually then you find out they were in love and married at one point. And she is the ex-wife. Yeah, and he gets killed in the end by, like, trying to get away from her because he doesn't have the heart to kill her, but he doesn't want to be killed. So he gets in his, uh, what, what, what does he own? He owns, like, a white Bronco or something. Yeah. So he just, like, a, so, like a, so he does, like, his chase. Like a chase Like scene. an extended chase scene a where cool he's in his white scene. Bronco. And then he just, like, flips it or something. And Yeah, he flips it at the end and maybe kills himself in the process. And yeah. then she has to live with the fact that she wanted to murder him so bad that he's now dead and she didn't get the satisfaction of killing him. But he's dead anyway, so she doesn't get to have him or to have the act of killing. Right. And maybe she was like and but but she has to try to convince that to the cops and stuff too, and ends up getting like uh put away because they're like, No, you clearly killed him by chasing or more, him off. Or wanting to kill him. Well oh, no, yeah. they, they they don't they actually think she killed him. She's like, No, I and she's like, Do I tell them I want to kill him? I don't know. That seems far fetched. I think it'd be really, really, really dark and weird if we actually had like that loving couple get into this kind of a movie yeah, where right, they're yeah. both in it. Yeah, I mean they no, could, it, they could do the movie, but maybe hire out for one of them. Let's just see them uh, in a sex scene. That'd be great. Let's just yeah, let's hope this let's is the year his... where there's a uh, leaked uh, VHS tape of them monster, two fucking monster juicy cock on top of Nicole Brown Simpson. <laughs> the juice is loose. Yeah, is yes, the, uh, fucking, is the title of the. Porno. I just want like this this is fucking image of just him. Yeah, let's like, hope 1994 is the year the, the year that OJ Simpson's name goes down in infamy for that leaked sex tape that we're hoping comes out soon. Uh, we gotta have something. All right. Well, that's OJ, man. Uh, no, um, gun. I have one last little bit on the uh, the movie part here. Right. I uh, this I managed your alley because this I, I haven't gotten into the anime stuff yet, but I've been an anime since I watched Akira a couple years back. And, well, I mean, um, I, I like that. I gotta say, yeah. And I'm such a big fan of uh, Street Fighter Two on Sega that I immediately talked to my friend Wu Chen in Japan, and he hooked me up with his friend Lu Hong. In China, who runs a laser disc bootlegging exporting company? I like the fact. That, well, actually, I guess it's fine if you say it's not like the U.S. Uh, is going to go crack down on. Chinese oh God, no! Do you think something? a single cop is listening to this and is actually going to like extradite oh, and, this yeah, person to and, America and, then, and sometimes anime laser go disc? international to get bootleggers? Yeah. This is yeah. not happening. So they were they were cool to be mentioning their names, but they managed to give me a copy of this August's upcoming release of Street Fighter Two: The Anime. Um, they gave it to That's me on cool, Laserdisc, man. and I watched it the other night on my projection TV. Uh, Is it just Ch- them fighting? Chun- like- Ch- well, here, uh, spoiler-ish thing. Um, Chun-Li uh, has a scene where she's in a shower, and oh. they actually get a little racy with it. But uh, then immediately, I think it was Ken. Oh, actually, shoot. Uh, that scene was really... I was, I'll be honest. I was, I was uh, boning my bone with my bone hand. And, what? What? Uh, <laughs> I was, you were just smashing I, like a, I was, a bone into your penis. I was doing. I, I was excited that Chun Li was wait, in the shower scene. Okay. So, so essentially, whoever came in, pad. whether it was Ryu or Ken or any of the others, I, okay. I, I don't really actually remember. But um, the the whole thing is beautifully animated, and it's one of the better crossovers from this new uh, this new art form. We all thought Akira might have been like a one off, but I'm seeing more and more anime now that just is awesome and. I just recommend to everyone this August when Street Fighter Two comes out, um, watch it. Just watch it, watch it, watch it. I'll I'll check it out. I haven't gotten into. I mean, I love Street Fighter. And if you don't watch it, that's that's me uh, killing someone. With I got my, it actually. Uh, my, I, my fireball. I actually that was a decent uh, impersonation. Now, uh, Jer, uh, we're uh, moving into TV of the AB right, section. Right, TV. Yeah. 
Um, Bill Cosby. The family man, Bill Cosby. Family man, Bill Cosby. We all uh, know him from his... Uh, well, two years ago, it went off air. The Cosby Show. Was it that long ago? God. Yeah, it was 92. Like Bill Cosby uh, ended the Cosby Show. Yeah, that was uh, a good... I don't believe he ended it, but we're just going to say that for the yeah, sake of yeah, argument. Yeah, yeah, Well, I mean, he like I'm a uh, big fan of that show, obviously, and then his stand-ups uh, ahead of time like that. He's one of the biggest comics out there. Uh, and then good, he had these flops. Awesome family man kind of thing, and then he brings... Yeah, He's you had were, two flops in a row. In I was years. actually even unaware that one of them even existed. That's how much of a flop it was. You yeah, brought this to the table. He had here and now with uh, what's his name, uh, Michael Jamal Warner or whatever the heck his name was. Yeah, uh, which was also from the Cosby, Cosby show. show. Yeah, right. He, yeah. he Cosby wasn't in that one. He just produced it. But the show failed after one season. And, no, uh, yeah, not I the Cosby even, show. I honestly, Cosby was in the Cosby show, but here and now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch here and now, so I have okay. no idea. But then he had a game show that actually won an award. It won like a children's I have choice heard of award, kids choice yeah. award. But it's called You Bet Your Life, and it sounds like the worst game show ever. But um, it had something to do with like a goose wearing a college jersey, and it was black, and you had to grab a tag from it and guess a secret word, and then I don't even get it. I was it. about to play a game with you, being like, I bet we can come up with the worst game show. Actually, I'm going to push that aside because no, we can't. No, this is the worst game show ever. But uh, the reason why we're talking about Bill Cosby right now is he, uh, he came back to TV with a uh, two-hour made-for-television movie that is the uh, basically the pilot episode of a new show coming on this fall. Uh, okay. It's called The Cosby Mysteries, and it was on NBC. And um, I gotta is say, it, it was kind of awkward. And after... Um, was it like Hitchcock or something, but like funny, or is there like any a, funny to it? It's like a police procedural, and where uh, Bill Cosby's com- uh, called in by the police to help solve mysteries. And it has uh, Cosby mysteries. in this one. Yes, he actually stars in it, and he's called in by the well, police Cosby to help... mysteries! Yeah. Oh. I don't think it's gonna make it. It's it's not that good. And this is... Rudy, this, what happened? This would be his third flop in a row. I mean, it's like his career is just getting raped hard. It's like somebody's like in the production studio or the in the studio has like a vendetta against them, and they're yeah. like they're coming in and they're like, "Hey, would you like some some new TV show tea?" And he just drinks it, and then he fucking passes out and wakes up with fucking forty flops under his belt, exactly, and he's like crying and doesn't know what the hell's happened. It's yeah. like uh, like Starbucks just came out that new uh, Frappuccino drink this month. Uh, it's not bad actually. I tried Very one the fuckable. other day. Two stars but on the it, fuckable. Yeah, it's like he. Uh, it's like someone on his set was like, "Hey, here's a Frappuccino," and he passes out. When he wakes back up, like they they raped his show. His yeah. show's not even there anymore. There's it's just been, like it's been... there's just shitty pilots stuck into his asshole. Yep, like a pudding pop, like a chocolate <laughs> pudding <laughs> pop, just oh. shoved right up his ass. Whoa, Rudy, Rudy, whoa, <laughs> No, no, no amount of ugly Huxtable sweaters can uh, save this career. I think I think Cosby. Unless just he done. just had like a sweater show, I bet that would do okay. Oh, sweaters, little please don't rape this one. Yep. So, I don't know. Well, I got a little Jerry Lewis. I kind of, I kind of feel bad for him. I don't know. I mean, that's 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 all we have to Here's really say about Cosby. But he's I, gonna bounce back. He'll try another one. Maybe he'll. Have to flop after flop, but I think he's got enough under him to to keep coming back for more. He he might have thirty flops in a row, and I think he'll still keep coming back. And I mean, even after his thirtieth flop, he's gonna deny that any of those were rapings. Yeah. He's just gonna be like, you know, television you know didn't, didn't rape my career. No, no, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back. I, you know, I I didn't know it was going on necessarily. Didn't know it was gonna happen, but it it wasn't. It's not like it forced me into it necessarily. I just didn't know it was happening. Oh, I don't, I never feel forced to watch a show, but you know. A lot of people were maybe, forced maybe to, to... you bet your to, life. A lot of people were forced to do what he wanted, which was sit there and watch him do his thing. Yeah. You bet your life. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Um, so I don't know how many people out there actually uh, watch the Cartoon Network. It's been on air for a little while now, and I'm a, I'm a fan of it because I like some of the old cartoons they play on it. They're kind of nostalgic for me. Yeah, well, and they have kind of a couple different blocks. Like they've, they've got like the, the newer stuff. By the way, I'm sorry. Right? There was like no segue there. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, oh, well, here they go again. But uh, was... did, did you watch the new show they have? Um, there was a teaser for it. I think it was like a, a three or four minute ad. And it's going to be coming out in about one week, maybe two weeks from now. Uh, Space Ghost Coast to okay, Coast. Okay, yeah, because I did see it and I was a little confused at first because I thought I was watching an old nostalgic thing because it's like an old Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Well, Space Ghost used to be a show. Like an old, an old yeah. Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, yeah, it had the blobs on it. And I thought that's what it was for a second and then I saw like it was like a talk show or something. It is. It's like a talk show format with Space Ghost from the old adventure shows from Hanna-Barbera. And um, we don't really know a whole lot more about it except it I'm looks excited. really witty yeah. and I'm really excited about it. And anyone out there listening, um, find Cartoon Network on the dial. And uh, when you do find it, make sure to catch Space Ghost Coast to Coast. We have high hopes for this show. And actually, uh, while we're on the uh, topic of animation, um, USA actually premiered uh, uh, Duckman uh, a little bit last month, I guess. But um, we finally had a chance to catch a couple. We always give things a couple episodes before really talking too much about it. Um, it's based on Dark Horse comic, right? Yeah, I love Dark Horse comics. Yeah. That's where I actually read Aliens vs. Predator, uh, where the Jaguar game came right. from. Yeah, and uh, and I mean, I really liked it. The first couple of uh, bits I've seen of it, I really like. It's got uh, what's called George Alexander, Jason Alexander, who plays George on Seinfeld. Oh yeah, um, he's he's the voice of Duckman, and I don't even know how to say anything about it, but he's just kind of like an asshole. Smart ass duck. He's, he's a private dick, but he's, he's a duck. That's right. He's a private, he's a private duck. dick. That's a duck. Yeah, he's a private duck. Um, it's not like the the uh, sense no. of humor isn't unlike the critic. If you've seen that, uh, maybe a little more harsh than like the Simpsons and stuff. A little bit more like we were so on the fence about watching adult cartoons when the Simpsons came out, and now we're literally talking about Space Ghost Coast to Coast. I can't and wait. Man. I can't wait for more of them to come out. I really hope this trend continues. Hell, the Simpsons is actually rocking. It's up to its 100th episode, episode this year. I'm impressed. I never I thought it would make it to 100. I'm pretty sure the people who, uh, Matt Groening probably never thought it was going to make it to 100 either. So, um, I think it was kind of throwaway for him. And he's like, oh, all right, I'll make millions of dollars off it instead. Exactly. So, yeah, we're we're in that. Uh, yeah, yeah, once again, this fifth, is another shout out for the Simpsons, everyone out there. If, you, uh, if you're interested in checking out some good, uh, good grown-up cartoons and you're in college, so you probably will, uh, definitely check out Duckman. Um, on USA, USA? It's on the yeah. USA Network. Um, and Space Jared, we have next one, week sometime. We have one last cartoon that I see you mentioned to. The, oh, the, yeah, the I was, no, I was, yeah, I was just mentioning, I mean, I kind of just touched on a little bit here. Yeah, was uh, if, if For those of you who like uh, stuff like The Critic, um, you might also like Duckman. Let's kind of roll those together. But The Critic is one of my favorite. That actually aired uh, in January to begin with. I'm addicted to it already. John Lovitz is hilarious. Um He's from, what, SNL and stuff like that. You probably remember him from. He got the voice like this. No, yeah. He, no, he doesn't exactly, but... No, it, he's a, he's a little on the stinks. annoying side, but I gotta say, the critic... It stinks. The critic's kind of fun. That's a catchphrase. It stinks. Not, oh, okay then. It stinks. No, he doesn't oh, say that. That's great. Maybe that is what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What's this in my in, in my yogurt? It stinks. <laughs> nice. What's this in my grapefruit? It stinks. Now, um, moving on to there, we have our last part of Let's the AD Let's kick into music. This is my favorite part. Yeah, music's uh, definitely... We're, music we're in like a music renaissance for coolness right now. And I got to say my favorite band, Blur, uh, just came out with a new single, and I am fucking loving it. All the people 
So many people, they all go hand in hand, hand in hand through their park life. What's happening? I was singing it. Oh, I'm sorry. My British accent I've been working on. Um, I wasn't the British accent I was worried about there. <laughs> no, this is... Uh, this, that like that, that just... was actually the chorus from their new song, Park Life. Molesting a gopher. <laughs> I'm just guessing that's what a gopher sounds like, because it's not like anything I've ever heard, but I've no, never heard no. a gopher. No, it's actually the chorus to Park Life. Okay. I mean, there's uh, two choruses. I know, it's one where it's your... just where they repeat Park Life. The other one, you know, they go, All the people, so many people... It's uh, it's actually a really, really, really good song. The video is very uh, cut and dry. It's just uh, Damon Albarn, the lead singer, uh, kind of like sitting on a park bench and then walking around a little bit and kind of just talking about life in Britain right now in this this point in time in history. And it's it's just simplicity in its most perfect natural state. I haven't really, yeah, I haven't really heard a lot of blur outside of what you've shown me because it's not like as hot on the radio as a lot of the other stuff, but it's no, getting there. No, but, but, but Park Life is definitely going to... Uh, this is definitely going to burn up the uh, college radio charts. So yeah, I think it'll, an and a lot, like a lot of things nowadays, a lot of stuff starts in college radio and then bleeds its way into the the, the mainstream. Speaking of, Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. Who else hasn't had a better run with college and mainstream both? Well, he's... Uh, they, 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 they've got the... Their most recent one is Get It Together, which came yeah, out a little bit last year. communication, right? But uh, yeah, but the one that I really want to talk about is one that I think we've probably even talked about on on the radio hour before here. But um, we're we're actually gonna we're gonna leave the show, I believe, with with the song. So we want to mention it here because if you haven't heard Sabotage or watched the video, please do. It's amazing. Uh, it's it's directed by uh, Spike Jones, who's kind of a Who new is Spike Jones. It's like a new. I mean, is a video I know the name? music video director. You know, now music video directors are starting to be taken seriously. That music videos. Yeah, really I mean, I form. saw the sabotage video. It's really well um, done. Did, I guess I never uh, thought of it as being you, like people, by a name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I I just I had to. I honestly had to do a little bit of research, ask around for this, and um, he's actually the same one that did uh, the Breeders Cannonball video. And you guys uh, out there listening probably heard the Breeders Cannonball opening bit for our uh, intro that we've used for a while now. Um, so if you've seen that, like his work, uh, I think he's probably going to be doing a bunch of other cool videos. So Yeah, um, maybe he this might one's even be involved hilarious. in the, uh, yeah. the next video coming up. I mean, we're uh, we're talking about Beastie Boys because they're so topical right now with Get It Together and Sabotage, but uh, Sure Shot is actually coming out in late May. Well, he's got um, a lot I of... like the, I saw that on the, uh, the radio roster, and yeah. I'm actually really looking forward to see what they do with that. And there's also a mystery track um, oh. Well, it's on the album, but they, they haven't released a date as to when the video is coming out. It's called Root Down. Okay. And um, I don't know. It's just got a really good feel. It almost reminds me of like Old Tribe Called Quest. Okay. So like there's something about it that's really, really good. And, you know, I, I'm down for some tribes. So hopefully it has that same kind of feel. Well, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm down for that, man. Uh, on, I'm, I'm going to move a little bit from the kind of the hip hop fun stuff like Tribe Called Quest slash Beastie Boys type stuff to... We've been fans of the, you know, rock and roll. And, of course, you heard the Coban interview, so obviously we're into grunge and stuff like that. Um, come out and play, The Offspring. They're, oh, they're yeah. Coming, they're coming out with a, a, a new album. Got a game separated. Got a game separated. That was actually better than your brother, I gotta say. Got a game separated. Got a stuff. <laughs> My guess is like a lot of people, those are the lyrics that jumped out at you and keep it separated, keep it separated, which actually is called come out and play, but I was called Kids are packing all the way to the classrooms, getting weapons with the greatest of ease. Wow, you've memorized it. 
Can't say blah 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 blah. <laughs> no, you have not. Blah 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 blah. I spoke way too soon on that one. I should. One's got a knife and the other a pen. I got a tuna can. Got a tuna can. Gotta keep them separated. Why can't we edit this show? Why do we insist on doing things live? There's all fins in my tuna can. Gotta keep them separated. <laughs> so it just became about like a tuna fish separating factory that didn't do its pro like, uh oh. Dolphin meat is making its way into my tuna with the greatest of ease. Gotta keep them separated. All the way to the classrooms in my teacher, their Peace. <laughs> Their full album is supposed to come out uh, if it hasn't already. It's supposed to come out like maybe next week. I believe it's going to be a or maybe smash like a couple... hit too. Uh, uh, ooh, uh, that's what we did there. <laughs> it's called Smash. It's coming out pretty soon. Uh, it's got it's got keep them separate. <laughs> Sorry, come out and play on it. Um, I I did want to mention that it seems like the Green Day like they they've been blowing up since January or so when yeah. the, like Dookie came out. Um, and it seems like since then, and I know it's not because of them, because obviously Offspring's been doing stuff for a little while, even though this is like, this seems like they're finally hitting the mainstream. Uh, it kind of like leading to another little punk revival. Um, yeah, that'd be amazing. I, I mean, I'm I would not like saying any happen. of them are as good as like Sex Pistols or Ramones. Nobody's going to be that because it's not the original punk, but it's good to see something other than grunge popping up. No, I agree 100%. Grunge, yeah. I mean, I love, you know, Nirvana, some of this stuff, but grunge getting a little bit stale. Yeah, between Green Day and Offspring, I mean, there, there might be another revival of punk, and I'm more than happy to see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, going to check them out. So. I'm out and play. Just, it rocks my world. I play it on the radio at home all the time. I got the single, fucking fucking worn out clearly because you've memorized all the words slash worn it out so much that there aren't any words and now you have to actually make your own up orientals making their way to the classrooms gotta with keep the greatest of ease <laughs> gotta keep them separated yeah segregation that's what we want <laughs> we're not just a facade for the kkk segregation <laughs> it's what we are offspring we're definitely not the kkk <laughs> Let's talk to Black. Do you need no? We're okay with the Oriental verse. All right, and before we before we get taken off air, Bruce Bruce is side eyeing me hard from the booth right now. Oh yeah, and we let's 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 move this into in the news. Yeah, let's let's get some into the news. This week in headlines. Um, I'm gonna say let's just cover. Two stories this week. Okay, we got more than two. So, um, escaped inmate crushed in garbage truck. That's the one you want to cover? Uh, that's what I'm doing right now. All right, do do it up. I actually haven't uh, haven't looked at this. You you uh, you mailed me out the. Actually, you've been trying to get me to read this. Yeah, this actually while. happened in Florida, um, a state where almost no weird news comes out of. So it's kind of nice to get a story for once that comes from this. Uh, basically. The state of retirees. The that's, most that's, boring the, that's the thing that I think about with It's Florida, the most boring like, state in the nation. It's where old snooze, people go to die. Snooze fest. So when something weird happens down there, I'm always glad to report it because Other than, we could find a weird story from New York where we are just by looking out the window. Wait, I'm looking out the window right now. I'm looking down. Um, this is Soho in the middle of the day. It's pretty boring. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, there's, a, there's a young um, the oriental lad um, uh, beating a white woman. Huh? Um, yeah. He he. Her purse is on the ground. He could he could just snatch it up and run. Nope, nope. He's still he's still hitting her. Oh yeah. Um. He's beating her like a dead horse. Oh yeah. Or no. You know what? It looks like uh, looks like she felt like she was being hunted down like a dog in a place that 
hunts dogs, I suppose. Similes. Boom. Theme show. All right, so uh, this story comes out of uh, Ikamale, Florida. A prisoner who apparently escaped in a garbage truck was found crushed to death in a landfill. Police officials discovered that Anastasio Figuera, 41, of Miami, was missing Monday about 45 minutes after a garbage truck left the Hendy Correctional Facility. Guards later found his body at the landfill. He'd apparently been crushed in the truck's compactor. Oh. Oh, you need to get out of jail so bad that now you're dead. Yeah, there are there there are uh, some uh, some things that come along with that get out of jail free card monopoly. Ooh. But you'll get crushed by a guard. Hey, you know when you get out of jail for free, you got to take out the trash. Know, I'm trying the, to find some funny witticisms here to attach to it. But, well, that wasn't one. But so. um, but I mean, I guess I'm happy that this is maybe the first of uh, a future Florida stories we can cover. Um, yeah, I mean the other ones are probably just like New York you know, and Boston and old LA person farts. LA dies someone riots, someone dies, something yeah. burned down. I'm just sick of all these like very New York stories. Chinaman beats white woman in the street. Well, that wasn't a story. That was something I just witnessed with my own well, became, not slanted eyes. It became a story. <laughs> That's how you could see it so well out the. I'm so glad that uh, it's okay to be racist against Chinamen here in this it's, year it's, of Hey, it's the 90s. It's the only thing we have left is racism against the Orientals. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't want to, like... Us I, poor I, white I, people. I don't know. I don't want to be that mofo and just be that guy and have everyone be mad at me, but... I'm not going to say it's my bad and just back down from this. I, okay. I'm really not so much that person. Who's bad is it? Um, the Orientals. Easily, yeah. I mean, if, you're, if, bad. if you're an old school Oriental, you probably get a pass. I mean, you can't help it. You're old. Yeah, but, you're all laced up with that opium. But, I mean, if you're one of these new, like... You're fresh off the silk like, trade. Yeah, if you're one of these new fresh Orientals. Like I mean, the new ones? Like the, the hip... Learn how to work a walk. I wonder what Who the... trained you at a work huh. and walk? You're doing it wrong, is what I say. I, I gotta say, I'm actually curious now that we've made it this far in our live show, what the uh, percentage of of uh, applicants and uh, entries to NYU are of uh, of Chinese descent. We are, uh, we're just, oh, we're just kidding. Yeah, uh, ooh, yeah, uh, oh, um, we love your food. Let's move on, let's move on. Boom. Uh, that was my apology. Okay, good. We like your food. Love you. Uh, Jerry, do you want to grab one of the last news stories? Uh, yeah, I actually want to go to, on to this conspiracy theorist um, because I, I kind of like the story. I, I like baseball. I like baseball. That's going to be the end of it. Um, this this man, I Steve Carlton, I believe. Is that his name here? Uh, Steve Carlton. Here he is. Uh, he actually pitched for, for the Phillies. He was a Major League Baseball player from the late 1970s to you know uh, early 1980s, 1976 to 84, something like that. Um, so I like baseball. I knew this name. And when we looked at this story, I was really surprised to find out it was the same Steve Carlton because this is, this guy is the, and you actually know a little bit about this uh, story as well. So I'm actually just going to rattle off a few of his conspiracy theories that I believe in, but this is the ultimate conspiracy theorist, the, the biggest conspiracy I mean, theorist. He, before he, you rattle those off, he's okay. such a conspiracy theorist and he's so insane about this stuff that he is currently living in Durango, Colorado, which is 6,500 yeah, feet above sea level. And his house is built in these foothills of a mountain. Uh, it's a concrete domed house. Its walls are three feet thick. And it's to keep out gamma rays and other radiation. And he basically has a bunker that could survive a nuclear war. Um, if World War Three, like if the Cold War ever started back up, this would be the place to go. Right. He's got food. He's got an underground shelter. 
He's probably got generators. If he let you in, because it sounds like if. he doesn't trust very many people. No, and Jerry, let's let's hear some of these conspiracy theories he has that have forced him into this uh, secluded lifestyle. All right. Well, first of all, we all know that the last eight U.S. presidents, why them? I guess uh, let's. I don't know if I can't trace them all back, but anyway, go back eight presidents from from Clinton here, and uh, uh, have been guilty of treason. No explanation why. I'm sure maybe in, a, in like a book he wrote or a manifesto, I guess. People like this don't write books. They write manifestos scrawled on uh, napkins and, and shit-stained overalls. Um, our current president, President Clinton, has a black son that he won't acknowledge. And his wife, Hillary, is a, quote-unquote, dyke. Mm, I see that. Yep. Um, the AIDS virus, uh, we're all familiar with that. Yeah. Um, was created at a secret Maryland, our uh, old stomping grounds, right? That's yeah, that's actually, yeah, we used to be off the shores of Baltimore at our pirate radio show before we actually became legit. Well, it was, uh, AIDS was created there. It was created in a secret Maryland biological warfare laboratory to, quote unquote, get rid of gays and blacks. And now they have a strain of the virus that can live 10 days in the air or on a plate of food. Though just those two things... Yeah, just, just the air on and a food. plate of food. Just Plates of food. On yeah. a plate, not even on the food. It can like, only cling to ceramics that have had uh, biological material slathered upon them prior. Right. Okay. So, yeah. like a little, like you got to watch out, uh, clean your dishes. So, I mean, if you had a ceramic bowl and ate soup, I think that would count. I think he was just, uh, he was narrowing it down. You could get AIDS. Yeah, you could get AIDS within 10 days. Yeah, just wa- yeah, just wash your dishes. This is the good uh, PSA for that, too. Wash your dishes or you could get AIDS. Probably will. Maybe not, according to Steve Carlton. Most of the mass murderers in this country who open fire indiscriminately in fast food restaurants, that's it, are, quote-unquote, hypnotized to kill those people and then themselves immediately afterwards, as in the movie The Manchurian Candidate. Because most of my uh, understanding of history and psychology comes from The Manchurian Candidate. That's what I've got for rattling off a couple of Yeah, this guy, uh, he's a a little uh, nutsy. He, uh, or maybe he just tells truth. Uh, a lot he of his... started this back in 1988. That's when he actually started to get weird. And he was actually forced to <laughs> leave boy, baseball prematurely and against his will. Yeah. Um, basically because he started becoming a freaking nutbag. Yeah. I, I don't mean to be so loose and freewheeling with he's this. He's wearing like but... a colander on his head while he's pitching. Because they're like, oh, it's got to keep the rays out. No, no, uh, we, we all uh, love and enjoy things like the X-Files, and conspiracy theories are interesting. I yeah, mean, they're kind of people, all the rage now, but this guy was way, this guy this was guy like into it before you. This guy X-Files, uh, post-dated uh, JFK, though, so, and you know, it's kind of weird. I'm sure he has He a, has nothing to say about JFK in the articles Not in this reading, article, but, but I just don't think they could print everything. It sounds like every, any conspiracy that could be had, and most of those that shouldn't be had, he's had including some that contradict themselves. Think like everything's run by like the Zionists, but then also everything is run by the U.S. government that has hypnotized you and brainwashed you. Yep. Um, so, um, yeah. yeah, so for the rest of you conspiracy theorists out there, um, you've got a safe place in Colorado if you can make friends with this uh, this gentleman, or you can just stick at home and sit on your couch and pop open a bag of cheese puffs and watch some uh, X-Files. You know, actually, uh, speaking speaking of making friends, we are not making friends right now. I think we gotta we got to dip out of here because I'm getting some... We've gone over, apparently. Ooh, by we've gone... You, yeah, we've gone we're way supposed to, It's over. supposed to be the grunge jamboree that comes in after us. We have just eaten into a significant chunk of their time. They're I saw someone some outside looks. the window of the booth looking angry. I just angry, assume it's Bruce, but Bruce. I just, yeah, I thought, he, he gives us dirty looks when we use yeah. uh, curse words, and he's like, I'm going to have to 
you know. All right, I, so sorry, Grunge Jamboree that's coming on after us. You can we'll, have we'll your make it up hour. Here. We'll swap spots or something, or we'll end 15 minutes early next time around or something so, like that. Uh, you can have 15 more minutes for your fucking, you know, alt-grunge Jamboree, you know, So uh, So, uh, yeah, so tune in next week for the Lost at Home uh, Radio Hour. Uh, same time, same place, same channel, same face, same name, same racism. All right, and uh, in the meantime, enjoy this sabotage. Sabotage. <laughs>